Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Please welcome Bro Ola. Good day, listeners. A free privilege of God to bring his word your way, for us to learn together at his feet today. As mentioned in the introduction, I am Ola Ajidan, your fellow companion in promoting and seeking the expansion of the kingdom of God and his dear son, Jesus Christ on earth. Um, let us pray. Job 32 verse 8 says, But it is the spirit in a person, the breath of the Almighty, that gives them understanding. The psalmist in Psalm 119 said, Give me understanding that I may live. Lord, we ask for the same today. Give us understanding so that we can live, so our hearts may be indeed fruitful. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name. Uh, Pastor Joe, um, thanks again for graciously sharing your platform. In Jesus' name, may your platform not reduce, nor shrink, but expand enlarge and multiply beyond your own imagination. Give it to be given unto you. A good measure pressed down, shaking together and running over will be poured into your lap, Jesus said. That's your portion in Jesus' name. May that also be the portion of the mighty men and women of God collaborating with Pastor Joe. Today, um, it's going to be a brief one, I believe. The title of my message is, um, Excuse Me, Please. I got a Goliath waiting. Our Bible passage today is essentially the whole of 1 Samuel 17, the story of David and Goliath. In the interest of time, I will read verses 26 and 30 and verses 48 to 50. So the first one is 17 to 26 to 30. David asked the man standing near, near him, what would be done for the man who killed this Philistine and removed the disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? They repeated to him what they have been saying. This is what will be done for him. What will be done for the man who kills him? When Eliab, David's oldest brother, please note that, heard him speaking with the men, he burned with anger at him and asked, Why have you come down here? With whom did you leave the few sheep in the wilderness? I know how conceited you are. How wicked your heart is. You came down only to watch the battle. Now what have I done? Said David. Can't I even speak? He then turned away to someone else and brought up the same matter. And the men answered him as above. First Samuel 17, 48 to 50. As the Philistine, that was when David killed Goliath. So the first part of my message is the giant on David's battlefield. If you have been around the church long enough, you will know that the name or the term Goliath has been adapted to a lot of things. You hear Goliath of depths, 
Goliath of sickness, Goliath of poverty, Goliath of this and Goliath of that. The symbolism and in the usage is correct and accurate because indeed Goliath was a giant, an insurmountable man. So that was who Goliath was. For me, debuness and strength of Goliath was my perspective for a long time too. To the Lord shocked me recently. You know, if the Lord asked me who was the strongest person on that battlefield, as far as David was concerned, I would have answered casually, Goliath, of course. And I would have been wrong. Maybe you would have answered just like me. The Holy Spirit challenged my perspective recently by announcing to me the biggest giant for David on that battlefield was not Goliath, nor anybody from the Philistines army. So who was it? You must have guessed. What for it? The biggest giant on that battlefield for David was his brother, Eliab. And why is that? Hear me out. When Eliab, his oldest brother, heard him speaking with a man, he burned with anger. How was Eliab stronger than Goliath to David? Not that he stood taller or muscular than Goliath. In fact, it was part of the army that cringed in front of Goliath. So I'm not talking of physical attributes. I'm speaking more of how it pertains to David. And this is how. Eliab was stronger than Goliath to David because if David had listened to his brother Eliab, he wouldn't even have attempted to confront Goliath. So the stronger giant for David on that battlefield was not Goliath, was his brother. What you don't confront, you don't conquer. David would have gone back home with the God, the sling, and the stone that God can use and empower to bring down Goliath. Therefore, Goliath would have remained standing because David's oldest brother told David his younger brother not to even try. Knowing now that David was stronger than Goliath, but he may not have ever known that if his brother had succeeded in dissuading him. Thus, in an indirect way, as far as David was concerned, his brother was indeed stronger than Goliath. In the same vein, the ten spies were indeed stronger than the giants of the Hanaks. Here, this, here the ten spies speak in Numbers 13. But the men who had gone up with him said, We can't attack these people. They are stronger than we are. You know, any Bible student knows that they attack those people and they eventually kill them. They said, we can't attack. In a way, they were stronger because what stops you from taking down your Goliath is actually stronger than Goliath, as far as you are concerned. They said, we can't attack. There are many people listening to me today that focused on their Goliath all the while, even all their lives. All the while, something is saying you can you can start that business. You can turn your life around. You can go into ministry. You can change your family. Something saying you can. But voices in your head and around you are saying, don't even try. Unfortunately, you haven't. So those Goliaths remain standing, not because you can't take them down, because you, you, because you don't want to control, you don't, you, you don't want to confront them. Sometimes it isn't what we thought. Sometimes it's not what we thought. Eliab said, get away from here. David would have, many of you are walking away. It's not about your Goliaths. 
It's, the, it's who you are listening to. They're telling you you can't. Don't even try. So I said, so how do you identify your Eliab or your actual Goliath in this way? It's easy. When Eliab, his oldest brother, heard him speaking with a man, he burned with anger. So who is your Eliab? It's the voice is telling you you can't. The voice is saying your failure is guaranteed. Eliab says, do you think everyone is in this family who are then attempted to go to college is a fool? Nobody in this family has started a business before. Nobody ever became a millionaire. So you had those dreams buried up, not because you can't conquer that Goliath, but because something is saying you can't. You can't. And you agree with it that I can't. And that Goliath remains standing. And God is saying, hey, bye. You have what it takes to bring down this Goliath. You turn to God and you say, God, bring down the Goliath. God says, no, I've given you what it takes to bring down the Goliath. God is sending me to you today. And message is simple. And that's the title of my message. What did, what did, as I begin to close, so what did David do to his brother? Listen, what is it? So listen to it. Now, David said, now what have I done? Can't I even speak? He turned away to someone else. That's the title. He said, excuse me, please. I've got a Goliath to take down. Today's the day to turn away. Say to those voices, excuse me, please. I got a Goliath. This Goliath is going down today. Excuse me, please. Excuse me, please. And that's it. Turn away from them. Say, excuse me. I have a Goliath to slay. I have a victory to claim. Excuse me, please. I have a date with destiny. Heliab, you tried to stop Samuel from anointing me. You didn't succeed. Now you are not going to deny me of my victory. You almost fooled Samuel from anointing me. You are not going to show up today and deny me of my victory. Remember, if Eliab does not stop you, Goliath can't. Look at your Eliab in the face. Talk to those voices and say, I'm going out. Somebody says, you may do it, you may do it afraid. Do it anyway. Nike says, just do it. Just do it. The whole of heaven is waiting on you. Say, excuse me, please. Stand up. Reach out. Roar. Confront that Goliath. I assure you, it's not as strong as you thought it was. It took just one stone to get him down. It's just me. If you can break away from the aliens that are saying you can't. And as a roundup today, I want to tell you, if you are listening to me today, you've not known Jesus. The biggest Eliab is your sins. Jeremiah verse 525 says, Your wrongdoings have kept away, have kept this away. Your sins have deprived you of good. It's time today to stand up and conquer and stop that Eliab that's telling you you can't. And as you go, you will see yourself conquer the Goliath of addiction. The Goliath of, 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 of drug addiction. Once you look at the Eliab in his face and say, excuse me, please, I've got a Goliath to take down. Welcome to the victor's camp.
I will hand you over to Pastor Joe and he will lead you in the sinner's prayer. Welcome to the priesthood. Welcome. Excuse me, please. I've got a Goliath that is going down. Thank you. Hallelujah. My heart is thrilled with the word that is coming forth. Excuse me, please. I got a Goliath waiting. Friend, we have learned that the greater Goliath that challenges us is actually Eliab, who is David's oldest brother. It wasn't the Philistines Goliath, but Eliab, who declared to David and said, what have you come here to do? Those dream killers, they are the Goliath that stand in the way. But thank God that David turned away from his brother. It's my prayer that this message today will cause you to turn away from those dream killers. Turn away from those voices that wants to drag you and stop you from fulfilling the plan and vision and purpose of God for your life today. Therefore, I call you before God and the earth that you would focus on the vision that God has given you. That you will come to Christ today. That you will confess your sin. That you can come to the place where you can start living for him. And I pray that you receive Jesus into your life today. Dear Lord Jesus, I confess you as my Lord. I repent of my sin. Come in and be my Lord and Savior from this day. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. For that information, we'll soon follow. And you can reach us and we'll send you resources to help you. Until next time, God bless and bye for now. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.